0: Bismillahir Rahim in the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful. Atheism, A Giant Leap of Faith, Part 3, by Raida Adil Gerrar, page 47. Academic Bias. Many scientists do follow the evidence wherever it might lead without subjectivity or bias. However, there are others who are more zealous in defense of atheism than religious fanatics in defense of their beliefs. When faced with evidence which points to intelligence and creation, they sidestep the facts and cling to unsubstantiated hypotheses to, to bypass the evidence, principles of logic, and the collective human innate knowledge and experience. To give some examples of this unscientific bias for, for randomness against design, Dr. Franklin Harold, in his book The Way of the Cell, tells us the, that intelligent design should not even be considered We should reject, as a matter of principle, the substitution of intelligent design for the dialogue of chance and necessity. But we must concede that there are presently no detailed Darwinian accounts of the evolution of any biochemical or cellular system, only a variety of wishful speculations. This is in page 205. So, as a matter of principle, Dr. Harold puts wishful speculations over consideration of intelligent design. How scientific? Uh, Frankl, uh, Franklin M. Harold, two thousand three, The Way of the Cell: Molecules, Organisms, and the Order of Life. That's his book. O-U-P-A. OUP. OUP. Harold was emeritus emeritus professor of biochemistry and molecular biology at Colorado State University 1989 to 2000. The book describes in detail the incredible complexity of life at the cellular level. To continue they follow only speculation and what their souls desire. The Quran states in chapter fifty-three, verse twenty-three, similarly, the famous evolutionary biologist uh, Luntin Lo- uh, says, "It is not that the methods and institutions of science somehow compel us to accept a material explanation of the me- of the phenomenal world, but on the contrary, that we are forced by our a priori adherence to." Material causes to create an apparatus of investigation and a set of concepts that produce material explanations, no matter how counterintuitive, no matter how mystifying to the uh, uninitiated. Moreover, that materialism is absolute, for we cannot allow a divine foot in the door. As Sir James Jeans, 1877-1946, at the end of his book, Mysterious Universe, remarked, Our modern minds have a sort of bias in favor of the materialistic explanation of the facts, page 189. Proponents of biological determinism, which is the claim that many organism traits are determined primarily by their genetic makeup argue that evolution and adaptation can explain complex human social behaviors, such as altruism and morality. They create evolutionary stories without collecting any evidence about how traits actually evolved. Even leading evolutionists, <coughs> just such as uh, uh, Gold and Luntin, describe this uh, procedure as making up just-so stories. Just-so stories. To some, science fiction is more credible than creation. In an interview with Ben Stein, Dawkins, a leading British evolutionist and known atheist, uh, fantasizes about alien seeding as a source of life. Let's listen to him. Well, it could come about in the following way it could be that at some earlier time, somewhere in the universe, a civilization evolved by probably some kind of Darwinian means to a very, very high level of technology and designed a form of life that they seeded onto perhaps this planet. Now that is a possibility and an intriguing possibility. Some atheists contradict themselves and each other in their attempt to deny the obvious. While Thomas Huxley, 1825 to 1895, a defender of Darwin, Darwin's then new idea of evolution, nicknamed Darwin's bulldog, tells us that science is common sense at its best. Dawkins tells us to ignore common sense when considering the beginning of the universe, but states that the combined common sense of humanity, not religion, should serve as a good indicator of morally correct behavior. To add to the confusion, he concludes that humanity's common sense lets us down because it has evolved over time. Moreover, we see ridicule for any other point of view. According to, <clears throat> according to Dawkins, it is absolutely safe to say that if you meet somebody who claims not to believe in evolution, that person is ignorant, stupid, or insane, or wicked. But I'd rather not consider that. We also see a fanatical resolve resolve to keep some theories alive despite overwhelming discrediting science. Darwin's or Darwin's original theory for biological evolution stood on the following pillars random change, unguided natural selection, gradual evolution, slowness, and innumerable transitional forms we will discuss these points in much more detail later on uh, in this book but the summary below demonstrates the bias and dogmatism of some evolutionists as pillar after pillar of darwin's theory collapses they rush in to plug the holes to preserve it at all cost <coughs> they expected innumerable em- em- they expected innumerable in humorable transitional forms were not found in the earth's geological record. In a state evolution scientists found species that appear suddenly and persist to our day. Once scientists observed the sudden appearance of a new species, the third and fourth Darwinian pillars of gradualism and slowness came tumbling down. Natural selection when it was discovered that various species living in different types of environments develop similar systems and that the species in different environments develops into almost identical varieties, many evolutionists abandoned randomness or blindness in natural selection and started talking about guided selection. The last pillar left was random change. Many studies now show that cellular cellular. Variation is not random, so terms like non-random mutation and directed mutation started appearing in evolution literature. With the last pillar of Darwin's original theory gone, did the evolutionists abandon this theory? Never, because it still re- retained because it still retained its most important pillar: Godlessness. <clears throat> god by any other name wherever they turn scientists are faced with evidence for design fine-tuning encrypted language intelligence intent complex systems interrelated laws etc which cannot be explained randomly or materialistically to avoid the obvious implications even though they would never admit it scientists refer to the creator by other names mother nature the laws of the universe Natural selection, etc. They are not but, the Quran says, they are not but mere names you have named, you and your forefathers, for which God has sent down no authority. They follow not except speculation and what their souls desire. And there has already come to them from their Lord guidance. The Quran, uh, chapter 53, verse 23. While calling God by any other name is convenient for non-believers as it removes the stigma of faith, it is a form of self-deception that is very limiting to the concept of God. Any name other than God takes away some of His absolute qualities and opens up more questions. For example, referring to the Creator as Mother Nature removes the intelligent designer attribute. In this case, to avoid mentioning God, we attribute the intention, intelligence, design, planning, and creation of live, conscious creatures and complex biological systems to dumb, inanimate nature. How is that possible? Attributing creativity to the laws of the universe or saying that gravity created the universe makes no sense. Laws simply describe repeated observations laws do not have actions nor can they create matter if someone deposits 100 dollars into a bank account every month for a year the bank cannot claim that the law of multiplication 12 by 100 created the account even if we allow such an illogical claim it leaves wide open the question of who created gravity and other laws of the universe Some Darwinists speak of natural selection, a non-rational physical process, as a unique creative force that solves all the difficult evolutionary problems such as morality and free choice without any real empirical basis. Upon discovering the complexity of design in the structure and operation of bacterial cells, evolutionists started using phrases such as intelligent bacteria, smart bacteria, microbial intelligence, as well as decision-making and problem-solving bacteria, thus making bacteria a new idol. Regardless of the elaborate and misleading names, regardless of the elaborate and misleading names, the fact remains that you cannot give what you do not have. How can mathematical equations create a physical universe? How can our intelligence, morality, consciousness, instincts, innate knowledge, and free choice come from dumb matter? How can life come from dead chemicals? How can our vision and hearing come from blind and deaf sources? Why don't these self-sacrificing, blind, dumb, unfeeling, dead, unconscious material processes start with themselves before giving out these amazing miracles? Only the word God, the only true God, gives the creator his full attributes without limitation and provides a comprehensive explanation for the scientific wonders which surround us. At a loss loss to explain the emergence of life and intellect from dead matter, some scientists came up with the term spontaneous emergence, adding one more misleading label to the mix. Really, why not call it by its real name, creation? And when God is mentioned alone, the Quran says, And when God is mentioned alone, the hearts of those who do not believe in the hereafter shrink with aversion. But when those other than him are mentioned, immediately they rejoice. Quran chapter 39 verse 45. Intellectual Terrorism Many scientists who believe in a creationism or intelligent design experience discrimination from some in the atheist scientific community. Many scientists who believe in a creationism or intelligent design experience discrimination from some in the atheist scientific community. Examples include Richard von Steinberg, a well-published a Smithsonian researcher, was called an intellectual terrorist and was pressured to leave his job because he authorized a peer-reviewed paper presenting evidence for intelligent design. David Kobich, who worked at NASA as a team lead on the Cassini mission exploring Saturn, was demoted, then terminated after he engaged his co-workers in conversations about intelligent design, Gunter Bitchley uh, a curator at Stuttgart State Museum of Natural History, Stuttgart's State Museum of Natural History, with groundbreaking studies on the evolution of dragonfly wings and with several species named after him, found his. Wikipedia page deleted when he came out against evolution and in favor of intelligent design. When the Open Access Scientific Journal plus 1 recently published a peer-reviewed paper which mentioned the creator in reference to the complex biochemical bio sorry biomechanical architecture of the hand, the public outcry was immediate and swift. When editor posted, just found out uh, at Plosson published a paper with evidence about some creator. If not retracted immediately, I will resign as editor. Buckling under the pressure, the journal did exactly that. Its rating was downgraded and the authors apologized for daring to refer to the creator. The Chronicle of the Chronicle of the Chronicle of Higher Education reported this incident as follows: Paper praising creator puts fear of God in open access giant. Wikipedia referred to this incident as Creator Gate. The two thousand and eight documentary expelled no intelligence allowed. Discusses the conspiracy in academia to oppress and exclude people who believe in intelligent design. The film portrays several academics, including Richard uh, Sternberg, uh, Guillermo, Gonzalez, Guillermo, Corline Crocker, and others as victims of persecution by major scientific organizations and academia for their promotion of intelligent design and for questioning Darwinism. The documentary also features numerous anonymous people who said that their jobs in the sciences would be jeopardized if their belief in intelligent design was made public. Schools in many places in the Western world are mandated to teach evolution and are prevented from teaching intelligent design. When the state of Louisiana tried to teach both, its decision was struck down by the U.S. courts. The same happened in Pennsylvania, where a judge ruled that it was unconstitutional to teach intelligent design and biology in U.S. schools. This is ironic, when the official motto of the U.S. printed on its currency and sung in its national anthem is, In God we trust. For this, surface to, for this surface to the evolution lobbyist, the judge was cited as one of Time magazine's 100 most influential uh, people. In the UK, even free schools are forced to teach evolution. Uh, Haeckel's embryo drawings are still taught as evidence for evolution in the schools and are still present in a large number of biology textbooks years after they were exposed as fraudulent drawings. What happened to critical thinking, objectivity, and free thought in education? In higher education and research forums, academics may be denied tenure and research funding lose employment and be ostracized for questioning evolution. Dr. James Tour, one of the world's top 100 chemists, named Scientist of the Year, by R&D magazine in 2013 with over 600, 640 published papers and 190 patents announced that he did not understand evolution and issued a lunch invitation to anyone who could explain it to him. He tells us that in the back rooms of science, National Science Academy members and Nobel Prize winners admit to him privately that they do not understand evolution either. Even... Internet search engines show bias. According to Paul Price, Wikipedia is a dubious source but a powerful tool for suppressing dissent. Its editors and contributors are mainly younger Westerners indoctrinated in Darwinism, tending more and more towards the abandonment of religion. Wikipedia openly and blatantly classifies creationism as sodo science i experienced this bias firsthand during the research for my book often during a google search for specific papers on intelligent design using the exact title author and keywords i would first get a list of articles debunking that research mainly from wikipedia before i got the actual article i was searching for on the second or third search page to combat the aggression of the pro-evolution lobbies and their efforts to monopolize science a statement, to combat the aggression of the pro-evolution lobbyists or lobbies and their efforts to monopolize science, a statement, a scientific dissent from Darwinism was issued in 2001 as follows. We are skeptical of claims for the ability of random mutation and natural selection to account for the complexity of life. Careful examination of the evidence for Darwinian theory should be encouraged. Careful examination of the evidence for Darwinian theory should be encouraged. There is scientific dissent from Darwinism. It deserves to be heard. The statement was signed by leading pioneers in science, including scientists from the US National Academy of Sciences, Russian, Hungarian, and Czech National Science Academies, as well as from leading universities such as Yale, Princeton, Stanford, MIT, UC Berkeley, UCLA, and others. The third way is a grouping of scientists, including Dennis Noble and James Shapiro, who claim a third way to explain the origins of biological diversity other than creationism and neo-Darwinism. According to them, neo-Darwinists have elevated natural selection into a unique creative force that solves all the difficult evolutionary problems without a real empirical basis. <coughs> Alves, sorry, Alvin uh, Plantiga draws a, parallel, draws a parallel between the position of some modern-day atheists who fight faith and stand against science if it paves the way to belief in God. Uh, And the position of the church in the Middle Ages when it stood against science because it mistakenly believed that it paved the way to atheism. So when we are next assured that something is proven scientifically without any doubt, maybe it is valid to ask according to what restricted police science or true science. So when we are next assured that something is proven scientifically without any doubt, Maybe it is valid to ask according to what? Restricted police science or true science? Stolen concept fallacy or fallacy. Uh, James Conant tells us scientific research is compounded of empirical procedures, general speculative ideas, and mathematical or abstract reasoning. According to Dr. Iyad al al uh, Associate Professor of Pharmacology at Georgians University of Sciences and Technology, Atheist slash materialistic scientists are guilty of a stolen concept fallacy. They claim a materialistic point of view while relying on intelligent design assumptions to practice science. When atheists perform scientific experimentation or research, they must suspend their atheistic beliefs and don a believer's cap before any science can take place. According to Dr. Kunebi, uh, some of the most important resources for science are mind, it, truths, testimony, previous science, and observation. Mind, according to the materialistic philosophy, The mind is not built for truth, but for survival. It does not come from an intelligent source, but from inanimate matter. Such a mind cannot produce rational thought, and there is no credibility for its reasoning or inference. Therefore, to practice science, scientists must suspend their materialistic beliefs and assume their minds are built for truth, and are therefore able to make rational judgments and reach truthful conclusions. Innate truths, these are universal truths humans are born with, such as causality. Every previously non-existing effect needs a cause to bring it into effect. A part is smaller than a whole, the law of no contradiction, etc. Materialists deny innate truths. ...and ignore causality with regards to the emergence of the universe. Yet, in performing scientific research to address why and what is the mechanism type question... ...scientists must rely on these innate truths, including causality borrowed from uh, creationism... ...because science itself is built on causality, is built on causality laws and order. Assumptions. Science relies on assumptions... Some are implicit, such as the innate truths described above, and some are explicitly stated at the start of the research. Neither can be proven experimentally. Testimony slash previous research slash citations slash cumulative knowledge. Again, materialism assumes randomness, and as such, the outcome of any experiment is not necessarily reproducible reproducible. Under such a philosophy, we cannot depend on previous research because the same set of conditions may produce different results. Therefore, citations are meaningless as are test outcomes. However, to practice science, scientists need to suspend their materialistic beliefs, have faith that the future will mimic the past, i.e. that there is order which produces consistent outcomes and believe that testimony is a reliable source of information, a concept borrowed from creationism. Observation Materialism relies primarily on direct observation and empirical results. However, scientists rely on assumptions which are not based on observation. In addition, scientists study non-observable things by studying their effects, e.g. gravity. They rely on both induction and deduction in formulating theories and stating results. Therefore, materialists need to suspend their materialistic view, their materialistic view and accept that non-experimental non-experimental deduction is a necessary source of information and that non-observable things can exist through their effects. A concept borrowed from belief, God is not directly observable but his effects are. Order and design. If scientists did not have faith that this word is understandable because it operates according to intelligence and order, and that this order was made accessible to an intelligent, rational human mind, and that this order is expected to repeat consistently, they would not spend they would not spend their lives researching the laws which control this order. Can you think of any important invention which did not assume causality and design? Can you think of any significant research based on randomness and chance? In summary, to perform science, scientists need to trust that their minds are built for truth, that this universe follows order and laws, that causality is necessary, that results are reproducible, and that non-observable and or non-physical things can exist through their effects, in short, a definition of creationism. Where is the evidence for God? Where is the evidence for God? Demanding proof for God is paradoxical. As the Arab poet Al-Mutanabbi said, nothing makes sense if daylight needs proof. Nothing makes sense if daylight needs proof. It is not that the evidence is not there, but that it is so obvious and so overwhelming. It is like trying to prove the past exists, or that you have a conscious? How do you present proof for something hardwired into every human being, something every child knows instinctively? How do you introduce a God who has been known and worshipped by most people on the earth across the ages, whom even non-believers turn to in times of need? How do you provide material or empirical proof for a non-materialistic being. No tools exist. Nothing encompasses him. It is like being asked to measure the weight of the earth using a ruler. The Quran states no vision can grasp him. But his grasp is over all vision. He is above all comprehension. Yet is acquainted with all things. Quran chapter 6 verse 103. And there is nothing that could be compared with him. Quran chapter 112 uh, verse 4. There is nothing like unto him, and he alone is all hearing, all seeing. Quran chapter 42 verse 11. How do you draw attention to the everyday miracles that surround us? Our universe and everything in it is profoundly unnatural, could not have existed or could have existed differently. But familiarity breeds contempt and obliviousness. We are so used to order, harmony, and stability that we think they are natural. We are so used to the miracles that surround us that we no longer think of them as miracles, but as entitlements. God himself is ultimately above and beyond direct observation. But his signs are evident in his creation and the universe. The idea of God is not a blind belief. The idea of God is not a blind belief, as some would have you believe but a conviction supported by reason and proof we will show them our signs in the horizons and within themselves until it becomes clear to them that it is the truth the quran states in chapter 41 verse 53 al-ghazali famous a famous islamic scholar describes those who do not see the signs of god in the universe as reductionist lacking a holistic view he compares them to ants on a piece of paper that cannot lift their eyes from the ink and pen, thus failing to see who is writing. The following are some of the signs for the creator in the universe and in ourselves and the confusing arguments which are presented to counter these clear signs. Signs in the universe. The laws which shape the universe are much more complex than those which govern biological life. The laws which shape the universe are much more complex than those which govern biological life. The creation of the heavens and the earth is greater than the creation of mankind. But most people do not know. The Quran states in chapter 40, verse 57, science cannot answer the basic questions regarding the universe. Why is there something ra- rather than nothing? Why is there something rather than nothing? Why is it a something the way it is? Why is it something reproduced in an orderly, non-random fashion consistently? Why do different parts of the universe share the same processes? And why did they uh, coverage towards this small goal? Sorry. And why, uh, the last one, and why uh, did they converge towards the same goal? Indeed, God holds the heavens and the earth, lest they cease. And if they should cease, No one could hold them in a place after him, Quran says in chapter 35, verse 41. In what follows are some of the signs for creation in the universe. Science and logic tell us that every previously non-existent effect has a cause, but we are asked to exclude the most significant effect, the Big Bang, from this universal law. Did not those who disbelieve realize that the heavens and the earth were joined together, as one united piece, then we tore them apart. And we have made from water every living thing. Will they not then believe? Quran chapter 21 verse 30. The day when we will fold the heaven like the folding of a scroll for this for the records. As we began the first creation, we will repeat it. Quran chapter 21 verse 104. Science also tells us that before the big bang which produced the universe there was no space time or matter there was no space time or matter so material causes could not have brought so material causes could not have brought this universe into existence who caused the big bang even if we leave the big question of who caused the big bang aside how can random unguided explosions create intricately balanced systems and complex life forms. On the contrary, our human experience with random explosions is that they cause chaos and destruction, not order and balance. Randomness produces different outcomes, disharmony, and inconsistencies. If we deny a creator and a design, how can we explain the different parts of our solar system, share the same material compositions, follow the same laws and processes, and converge towards a common goal the preservation of life planets and stars follow the same physical laws and orbit in similar motion patterns dna in every live plant and animal uses the same for nucleotide bases the same water produces all the varieties of plants and within the land are neighboring plots and gardens of Grave vines and crops and palm trees, growing several from a root or or otherwise, watered with one water. But we make some of them exceed others in quality of fruit. Quran chapter 13 verse 4. The, The electromagnetic force, which is responsible for giving things strength, shape and hardness, which allows atoms to exist and allows chemical bonding, has only one force strength has only one force strength, which satisfies this wide range of requirements. The earth is precisely positioned to sustain life. The harmony between earth, sun, and moon working together as one intricate system. The mass of Jupiter acting as a cosmic shield, all geared toward the goal of creating the perfect conditions for life. Such a common purpose can never be attributed to random chaotic Formations of matter. One law system, same raw elements, repeated motion patterns across this vast universe, point to one designer. Melvin Calvin, 1961, Nobel Prize winner in Organic Chemistry uh, uh, 109, said, The universe is governed by a single God and is not the product of the whims of many gods, each governing his own province according to his own laws. This monotheistic view seems to be the historical foundation for modern science. Science has widely accepted the laws of thermodynamics, but we are asked to ignore them when they point to a creator. The first law of thermodynamics states that energy can neither be created nor destroyed. It can only be changed in form or function. This means that neither the universe nor the laws of physics can explain the existence of energy. The most reasonable explanation is that an agency outside of the laws of physics and apart from the universe provides this energy. The second law of thermodynamics involves entropy which is more or less a measure of chaos it states that the natural trend of all systems is to go into disorder an outside force is needed to keep order who is providing this force also if the universe were infinitely old it would now be in a state of total chaos since it is not uh, the universe must have a finite age and therefore a beginning this makes it reasonable to consider the universe an effect thereby requiring a cause. Mathematics tells us to give more weight to the higher probability. Uh, Penrose calculated the probability of our specific universe coming into being randomly from all possible outcomes of the Big Bang as one in ten. Nevertheless, some scientists want us to consider this impossibility as the most likely probability. As an example, Alan Lightman considers this universe a lucky draw, an accidental universe. Fine-tuning in the universe. Sir Martin Rees, the great English cosmologist, tells us that there are six numbers that precisely control our universe. Any change in these uh, numbers could be catastrophic and end the universe as we know it. Rees, uh, Rees poses the question, suppose that you were the Intended victim of a firing squad, and every bullet missed you. Wouldn't you be inclined to wonder if something special had been arranged on your behalf? It is God who sustains the heavens and the earth, lest they cease function, lest they cease to function. Quran, chapter thirty-five, verse forty-one. Just to give an idea of the precise settings of the cosmic constants. If the strong nuclear force were slightly more powerful, then there would be no hydrogen, an essential element of life. If it was slightly weaker, then hydrogen would be the only element in existence. It is inconceivable that complex life can come from hydrogen alone. If the weak nuclear force were slightly different, then either there would not be enough helium to generate heavy elements in stars all stars would burn out too quickly and supernova explosions and supernova explosions could not scatter heavy elements across the universe. If the electromagnetic force were slightly stronger or weaker, atomic bonds and thus complex molecules could not form. If the value of the gravitational constant were slightly larger, one consequence would be that stars would become too hot and burn out uh, too quickly if it were smaller stars would never burn at all and heavy elements would not be produced how finely tuned must these constants be to yield a life-friendly universe gravitational constant one part in 10 electromagnetic force versus force of gravity one part in 10 cosmological constant one part in 10 mass density of universe, 1 part in 10, expansion rate of universe, 1 part in 10, initial entropy, 1 part in 10. Who can keep a number like the cosmological constant finely tuned to the accuracy of 1 part in 10 parts, i.e. 1 part in a trillion, 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 trillion parts? Is it reasonable to assume anything is fine-tuned to 120 decimal places by accident? We will show them our signs in the horizons and within themselves until it becomes clear to them that it is the truth. Quran chapter 41 verse 53. According to Sir Fred Hoyle, A common sense interpretation of the facts suggests that a superintendent has monkeyed with the physics as well as chemistry and biology and that there are no blind forces worth speaking about in nature. I do not believe that any physicist who examined the evidence could fail to draw the inference that the laws of nuclear physics have been deliberately designed with regard to the consequences they produce within stars. Michael Turner, the widely quoted astrophysicist at the University of Chicago describes the fine-tuning of the universe with a smile. The the precision is as if one could throw a dart across the entire universe and hit a bull's eye one millimeter in diameter on the other side. Who is holding these numbers exactly right, continuously, without randomness or variation? if not our Creator and Sustainer. Verily, all things we created in a proportion and measure. Quran chapter 54, verse 49. Fine-tuning for life. As discussed above, the fact that the earth is precisely positioned to sustain life, the harmony between earth, sun, and moon working together as one intricate system, the mass of Jupiter acting as a cosmic shield, and the precise constants which govern multicellular life, all point to intention in the creation and sustenance of organic life on this privileged planet. Professor Steven Weinberg, a Nobel laureate in high energy physics, a field of science that deals with the very early universe in Scientific American, writes how surprising it is that he, that the laws, how surprising it is that the laws of nature and the initial conditions of the universe should allow for the existence of beings who could observe it. Life as we know it would be impossible if any one of the if any one of several physical quantities had slightly different values. According to Dr. Dennis Scania, the distinguished head of Cambridge University Observatories, if you change a little bit of laws of nature, or you change a little bit the constants of nature, like the charge on the electron, then the way the universe develops is so is so changed. It is very likely that intelligent life would not have been able to develop. Nobel laureate in physics, Charles Townes, states intelligent design, as one sees it from a scientific point of view, seems to be quite real. This is a very special universe. It's remarkable that it came out just this way. If the laws of physics weren't just the way they are, we could not be here at all. The sun couldn't be there. The laws of gravity, nuclear laws, magnetic theory, quantum mechanics, and so on, have to be just the way they are for us to be here. Some atheists oppose multiple universes to explain the order in this universe without a designer. According to them, if there are trillions of universes, It is not far-fetched that one of them, ours, happens to have the perfect conditions for life. This is like saying that since there are millions of empty canvases, a particular masterpiece painting did not need a painter. According to Richard Swinburne, it is crazy to postulate a trillion uh, uh, causally unconnected universes to explain the features of one universe when postulating one entity god will do the job incidentally the multiverse is not a new idea the uh, multiverse is not a new idea it was presented thousands of years ago in the first revelation believers can vouch for at least two other universes paradise and hell other atheists say The universe just is, it was born this way, with a perfect knife-edge balance between its components. Explaining away precision and fine-tuning by saying things are just the way they are is giving up on science, which is concerned with finding out how things are the way they are. Modern science tells us that light can be outside of time, yet some ridicule the idea that God can be outside of time. And even though we now accept that particles with entanglement, and even though we now accept that particles with entanglement, even when separated over great distances, continue to interact instantaneously, some atheists reject the idea that God can see and hear everyone simultaneously. The scientific community is passionate about the sanctity of patents and the rights of the inventor, yet some scientists have no compunction in giving full credit to the discoverers of the universal laws and none to their creator. In summary, this universe needed a cause to emerge, a designer to create and fine-tune its laws, and a sustainer to stabilize and preserve it. Yet, we are asked to believe that this ordered universe happened randomly, a probability of one in ten, and that this amazing design, interrelationship between laws and complexity of system, continues to occur with consistent results without design, intention, or maintenance. Would anyone or anybody believe that the jackpot winning Lottery ticket. Would anybody believe that the jackpot winning lottery ticket, the probability of winning the jackpot is one in uh, three hundred and two, five hundred seventy five, three hundred fifty thousand, three hundred three hundred two million, five hundred seventy five thousand and three hundred fifty can show up in their home by itself again? Would anybody believe that the jackpot winning lottery ticket, the probability of winning jackpot is one in uh, the number of ministry previous, can show up in their home by itself, then keep showing up with the exact same winning number every single time the lottery is drawn without fail? If we claim it was a physical necessity for the universe, if we claim it was a physical necessity for the universe to exist as is, then we are saying universe which does not permit our existence, is impossible, which is a false statement. Even if we are used to the fact that the universe has features to permit our existence, we should be very surprised at the improbability of these features permitting our existence. Even if we are used to the fact that the universe has features to permit our existence, we should be very surprised at at the improbability of these features permitting our existence. We should be amazed that separate parts of the universe which supposedly evolved randomly share the same material compositions and follow the same laws, processes, and motion patterns. We should be even more amazed that these features continue to occur consistently without variation to allow our continued existence. Albert Einstein, the most famous scientist of our time, put it well. He said, The human mind, no matter how highly trained, cannot grasp the universe. We are in the position of a little child entering a huge library, whose walls are covered to the ceiling with books in many different tongues. The child knows that someone must have written those books. It does not know who or how. It does not understand the languages in which they are written. The child notes a definite plan in the arrangement of the books A mysterious order which it does not comprehend, but only dimly suspects. That, it seems to me, is the attitude of the human mind, even the greatest and most cultured toward God. We see a universe marvelously arranged, obeying certain laws, but we understand the laws only dimly. Our limited minds cannot grasp the mysterious force that sways the constellations. Alhamdulillah praise be to Allah that's the end of part 3